Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's going on, folks? My name is Justin Freed, and I'm joined today by new or, I guess, returning Jets punter, Thomas Morstead. Thomas, what's going on, man? I appreciate you joining me. Yeah, you got it. Glad to be here. I know. I'm glad to have you back. I know Jets fans are stoked to have you back. What's cool is there's there's so many guys you worked with during your first stint with the team that are that are still here. You know, guys like Thomas Hennessy, Justin Hardy, Coach Brant Boyer, even Braden Mann is still here. So what's it like being able to, to see those guys again soon and, you know, just, just get to work? Look, um, uh, it's all exciting. You know, stability and continuity of knowing who you're dealing with is really important. Um it's not only important for players, but it's important for coaches. And sometimes when you bring a new piece in, you think that it's going to be good or it's going to work out. But at the end of the day, you really don't know until they get here. Um, the fact that I know that the the coaching dynamic, how that works and, you know, all the pieces to the pie, like we already know that it works. So um, that's that's good for everybody. So I'm excited about it. Definitely, man. I don't know. We're excited to have you back. What was the the process like returning to the Jets this offseason? Were there other teams interested? Was it always going to be the Jets? Talk to a little talk to me a little bit about that. You know, whatever, whatever you can share, obviously. Um, no, I wouldn't say it was always going to be the Jets. No, absolutely not. Um, you know, I had a great run in Miami and I really enjoyed um my uh I really enjoyed my time. And um, you know, I'm I was actually kind of, you know shocked, disappointed that, that I didn't end up going back there. Um, but that's free agency. Um, and, um, you know, that's part of being 37 years old as well. Sometimes, um, you can't control what teams are looking for all the time. So, um, you know, I'm just excited. There were a number of teams that were interested. Um, and so I think just from the standpoint of, you know, coach Boyer, Salah, Joe Douglas, you know, knowing how the, how all the wheels turn in, in New York and, um, the long snapper continuity there, um, that's a big deal. Having Greg as a, as a, just a total pro kicker, um, all those pieces, you know, I'm excited about it. Justin Hardy's a big part of that. I mean, we broke records down in New Orleans together and, uh, guys like a brother to me. So that's also another really exciting piece. That's awesome. Is it hard? Cause you, you played pretty much and you live pretty much your entire life, like in the South from Texas to new Orleans, Miami, even Atlanta. How hard is it to kind of, you know, go back up North? Cause the jets, I think that's the first time you've played anywhere North of like Atlanta. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know how to answer that. I mean, the, the field's a hundred yards long and 53 yards wide. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, it, it's, you know, whether you play down South or out West or what, I mean, you still play away games and go to different venues. So, uh, I mean, it's different as a place to live. I mean, last year I lived on the beach, um, will not be doing that this year. (laughs) So, um, but it'll be a new, new experience. I mean, when I was in, in, uh, Florham park last year or two years ago, I was staying in a hotel because I thought it was a three week stay and that was it. 
and then it turned into seven or eight weeks. So, um, you know, I did not expect to be there that long. So anyways, I was just in a hotel the whole time. Um, this time will be different. I'll sure I'll find a place to have for, you know, kind of for the full season and, and, um, you know, make sure it's a good experience for my family, uh, of course. So. Of course, maybe not the beach. I don't, I mean, I don't know if I maybe I'll upset the Jersey listeners, but Jersey's not really known for its beaches, at least not as much as Miami. Uh, <laughs> right. I want to talk to you a little bit about your career because, you know, you've pretty much done it all right. Like you've had, you had an incredible 12 year career in New Orleans. You played over 220 career games. You won a Super Bowl. You were a key part of that Super Bowl win. And, you know, you're 37 now. So you've done everything there is to be done. Uh, you know, a lot of guys might have called it quits after your time at the Saints, but you're still here. You're playing at a high level. So what is it that gives you the drive to keep going? Um, I mean, there's a lot of pieces to talk about related to it. Um, I mean, the simplest way to boil it down is I just love it. I love the training. I love the um, everything that goes into it. Um, I just love it. The hard stuff, difficult stuff. Um, the grind of the season being accounted on during a game when you need a big play, um, the camaraderie, the locker room. Um, yeah, I just still love doing it. Um, in fact, I love it more now than ever. Um, and maybe that's what happens when you get closer to the end of your career, you start thinking about things like that. And, uh, yeah, I just don't want to, I don't want to have any regrets when I'm done playing and I'm trying to maximize every opportunity I can. Um, I think this is a really special opportunity and I'm excited about it. Right. And if you still got it, you know, might as well use it, I guess. Uh, yeah. I think the, the moment that I don't want to say defines your career, but it, it's certainly representative of who you are. Um, to me at least is, is what happened moments after the Minneapolis miracle. Now I know you know what I'm talking about. I'm not sure how many Jets fans are aware, but you know, of course we all know the Minneapolis miracle. Uh, but what many forget is that the NFL made the Vikings like attempt the extra point after, uh, you know, there was pandemonium. A lot of your teammates had gone back to the locker room, but you came back out there and, you know, defended that attempt. Uh, not only that, but you, you were hurt. Like you did so with, I think it was torn cartilage in your ribs. So you were hurt physically, I'm sure emotionally, Take me back to that moment. What was your mindset like going out there after what had just happened? Was there a conversation or did you just kind of volunteer yourself? Um, you know, basically, you know, I knew the rule. So I was waiting on the field. Mm -hmm. And at some point I just realized like my team's gone. <laughs> so I just went inside and the referees were just leaving the locker room and they were saying, Hey, we need 11 guys. And, you know, two thirds of the team had towels around their waist, like, they weren't going back out. They had all their gear off and it, I wasn't trying to do anything to stand out. I just, they just needed 11 guys. So I just turned back around and went outside and, uh, I know Case Keenum and, you know, he was out there waiting and said, Hey, we're going to take a knee. I said, you better, you know, like <laughs> I don't play D tackle normally. So, um, yeah, I mean, I wasn't trying to stand out or do anything different. It just was, they just need 11 guys and, and, uh, I was dressed out. So I went out and, and so did, I think we had probably eight guys out there. Um, and then after that, I think they changed the rule. If, if the, if the end result won't be affected by that last, you know, conversion play, then they won't do it anymore. So. Which that's a good change. That that's a good rule. Cause it's, it's, silly. yeah, it is. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about your work off the field, because, you know, for as impressive as of a career as you've had on the field, your off field and your charity work has been even more impressive. 
so you and your wife started the What You Give Will Grow Foundation in 2014. Tell me a little bit about that foundation and, and what your guys' goal is. Well, um, we we did. We started that. Um, basically, we wanted to be able to kind of have a a wide range of things we could do in New Orleans uh, in that in that area, you know, Louisiana, Mississippi area, that we could um, help, you know, make a change or do something positive in the community. And um, you know, the Saints do a really nice job down here of helping people, helping uh, players learn all the different needs that there are down here in this community. And so it gave us a chance to kind of get our feet wet in a bunch of different areas. And then we kind of locked in on a few different things that we really liked doing and, and thought was impactful. And, um, and um, we're actually in the process of closing that foundation down now because over the past three years, COVID shut us down from hosting events and hosting fundraisers and doing all the events we were doing with kids that were sick. And, uh, and then my executive director moved away and then I'd been on the road playing from a distance. And so it's just been a lot of, you know, not, not having continuity. Um, so we still do things locally, but we really just kind of personally do things instead of doing big fundraisers now down here, just cause we haven't been able to, everything's changed since COVID for us, um, in about every way, but we really love doing it. We're still involved down here and, you know, we've, I've made a lot of money kicking a ball for a living. So um, I don't know. I just felt kind of, you know, obligated to, you know, do something positive with the platform I've been given. I mean, it's an amazing, amazing career uh, opportunity financially, all the cool experiences you get. And I just wanted to, you know, pay some of that forward a little bit. Yeah, I definitely think you did. I think you were very involved and still are very involved in that New Orleans community. Uh, even aside from that and your other charity work, which, you know, there's a lot, we don't have time to get into all of it. Uh, but you also helped write a children's book a few years ago titled the middle school rules of Thomas Morstead. So how did that yeah. whole thing come about and, and what inspired you to write it? You know, I, I interviewed with Sean Jensen at the Super Bowl uh, when I went to Minnesota to, to give the money back to the uh, children's hospital up there. And, um, he just asked if after that, after all that happened, we stayed in touch and he asked if I was interested in doing this book series with him. And, um, you know, I just joked that he, I didn't know if he was actually trying to sell books or not, but I'm a punter in a small market. And, and, um, and so he said, he really just thought my story was interesting. It would be a value to kids. And so we decided to, uh, go through with it and, and it was a cool experience to do it. And it's a, it's a neat little artifact to have, um, kids have really enjoyed it. And we've been able, to, been able to do some cool things down here in New Orleans, just donating books to schools and and doing fundraisers with it. So it's been really neat. Very cool. Yeah, I mean, not many people could say that they've written a children's book. That's that's a cool thing to have on your resume. Uh, you yeah. Know, again, there's so much other stuff from your work with the St. Baldrick's Foundation, like you mentioned, the Minnesota Children's Hospital. We, we don't have the time to get into all of it, but I, I definitely encourage anyone listening to read up on some of the other stuff you've done off the field because, you know, it's, it's awesome. Like, you've done a ton of stuff. Thank you. Uh, Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
now we have a few fan submitted questions if you don't mind really quick um, sure of course, the, the most common question I received was when are the Jets trading for Aaron Rodgers? But I, I think that's probably a little bit above your pay grade. Uh, that definitely is. Yeah. The first real question we got uh, comes from Enraged Kermit on Twitter. It's a great name. Uh, they ask, who's your favorite punter of all time? And in, in parentheses, they put besides yourself. So I guess they're assuming you're a little egotistical. I don't know. <laughs> um, that'd be really hard to to dial it back to one person. Um, you know, I don't think he's considered an all-time great in the eyes of like pro sports writers or things like that, but I'm a big fan of Dustin Colquitt, um, 15 years all with one team, um, just an elite ball striker, um, on and off the field, did things the right way. Um, Sam Cook's another guy, Baltimore, I think 16 years with them. Uh, just consistency, um, made changes as his career went along to kind of not kind of get left in the dust and continue to evolve and change and, and grow. Uh, so anyways, big fans of, of both of those guys and the careers they had and the way they represented themselves. Um, kind of how I want to be thought of when I'm done. I, I mean, I don't know. My opinion matters, but I, I think you will be. Those two guys, obviously, legends in their respective teams and beloved by those fan bases. And I think we could say the same for you for sure. Yeah. Uh, next, we got a question from One Jets Arm on Twitter. They ask, who on the current Jets roster would you least like to have returning punts against you? Oh, um... <laughs> I wouldn't even know how to answer that. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't have a huge, a, a super strong knowledge of who's even on the Jets roster currently. Um, um, and I know Barrios just left to Miami. Well, I, I so. will say, I will say they did just sign me, Cole Hardman, and I just, I don't want to throw him out there, but you know, I think that that's a lot of speed. You know, <laughs> it is. That is a lot of speed, no doubt about it. Um, yeah, we'll go with him then. That sounds good. That's, that's, that's fair. I think that's a good answer. Uh, not just cause I pitched it, uh, uh, East coast or East zone coverage on Twitter asks, what number will you be wearing? You know, of course you wore number four during your first stint with the jets, but you know, DJ Reed's got that one locked down. So have there been any discussions about your number for, for jets fans that might want to buy your Jersey? Uh, nope, nothing. Um, I do know those can be, there's going to be some specialists wearing different numbers than ever has been done before in history. Mm -hmm. uh because we've they've now opened up the numbers from zero to 49 for specialists and yeah. 90 to 99 so um so yeah i'm as soon as i get up there i'm sure i'll you know figure that out but i've never been a guy that's you know too concerned about what my number is just glad to have a number uh so we'll see what happens that's true. I think that number zero is available if you want it. You could be the first Jets. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay away from that. Guaranteed. <laughs> uh, that's a that set myself up for some, um, you know, being a zero and a punter. I don't know. That's not for me. <laughs> the jokes might write themselves. You're right. That's that's my point. That's my point. <laughs> uh, last one for the for the Twitter questions. We got one from Peyton. They say, "What would your profession be if you weren't a football player?" Um. Uh, there's a lot of things I'm interested in. Uh, I used to 
tutor. I was an engineering student in, in college. Um, I used to tutor calculus. So I think I'd be like a math teacher and football coach, soccer coach, really any coach. Um, you know, I'd be like, I think I could learn any sort of technical uh, coaching when it comes to sports, whether it's kicking, punting, um, which I'm obviously very versed in or sports that I'm not as versed in, like, you know, baseball, um, other things like that. I, I love instructing kids on the technical nature of the game and uh, what, being like a swing coach or a golf or anything like that. But I think teaching, mentoring, coaching is kind of what I, I could do. Uh, and the money wouldn't be an issue as far as like, it wouldn't be what's motivating me to do it. I would just love doing it. Right. Is coaching something you're interested in after, after you retire? Uh, yeah, I think I'd be really good at it. I don't, I don't know that I would want to coach at the NFL level. I mean, the hours that those guys spend away from their families is, um, you know, not something I'm interested in, but at the same time, um, I know a bunch of really good coaches that said they never do it and they're doing it now. So I guess never say never. Um, but I do think I'd be gifted at doing that. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. We'll, we'll finish it off with a couple of fun, quick hitter questions. Just, you know, a little, a little get to know you essentially. Yep. Uh, for, I mean, you kind of just answered this a little bit, but first, what are your favorite hobbies outside of football? What do you, what do you like to do? Honestly, I just try to spend as much time as with my kids as I can. Um, they're growing fast and um my oldest is about to turn nine which is like halfway to college if you think about it um just scary so uh i just i just have this sort of gut feeling on on the finite um you know nature of time and uh i just want to spend as much time with my kids as possible uh specifically for me i love training i love being in the gym so whether i'm playing football or not that's kind of a lifestyle piece for me and I'll always do it. That's that's a great answer. It doesn't get much better than than spending time with your family. That's uh, right. Do you have any hidden talents, you know, something people might be surprised to know you're good at? Um I don't know. I'd probably get a give a boring answer. I really don't have I, I wouldn't say there's anything that I'd be super talented at. Um you know Take me to a Dave and Buster's and put me on a pop a shot basketball goal and I'll break records. Um, there you go. So maybe that uh, pretty much anything that's got a repetitive sort of motion to it, whether it's playing pool, uh, cornhole, um, darts, anything like that. I'm pretty good at. That's good. There you go. <laughs> of, there course, you go. of course, of I, course. I think you're I think it's safe to say you're pretty good at that. There you uh, go. All right, last question. This this is always my favorite question when I ask this one. What is your go-to karaoke song? Um, wow. I mean, I feel like anytime you're out and it's late and you're listening to karaoke, Sweet Caroline comes on and you know, the whole bar stands up. So, I'm going to go with that. That's that's a great answer. Classic classic karaoke. Uh, all right, Thomas, I, I really appreciate you taking the time, man. You know, I, I think I speak for all Jets fans when we say we're super excited to have you back. Uh, you know, you, you, you thinking what I'm thinking, you thinking, thinking Super Bowl this year, maybe. Um, I think that everybody's expectations are, are very high for this team. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I've been on teams that have had those expectations and 
flopped and I've been on teams that have had those expectations and done great. Um, I've been on teams that went to the Super Bowl that was picked to finish fourth in the division. So um, all I know is, is I'm excited to be here. And if we want to go and we want to maximize whatever this team can end up being, uh, you got to start from ground zero and uh, offseason starts next week. And, um, and if everybody's got a, you know, a builder's mentality and a, a foundational mentality, no matter where they're at in their career, that we're building something new and you've got to go out and earn it this year. I think if everybody has that mentality, you know, we'll have a shot to be our very best. Sorry for the PC answer there. No, that that's a good, that was a good answer. That was a really good answer. Hell yeah, man. That's, you know, we're, we're, we're hoping for the best. Uh, yeah. Yep. And, and I wish you all the best this year. We're definitely pulling for you. Uh, Jets fans, thank you so much for watching or listening or whatever you're doing. Be sure to like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. You guys, you guys know what to do at this point. Uh, we stream live every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Jet Press YouTube channel. Until then, I've been Justin Freed. That has been Thomas Morstead. We'll see you guys next time. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.